China is buying up huge amounts of American farmland, and much of it is curiously close to key U.S. nuclear sites. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll tell you what I found during my reporting in Montana about communist China's aggressive ambitions in the United States. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. Old routines die hard, like those multiple cups of coffee and sugary energy drinks to stay alert. Well, I discovered a healthier way to get the sustained energy I need without all the caffeine and sugar. Super Beats Heart Chews. I just unwrap a chew or two in the morning and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest. I feel great about what I'm doing for my health. Join me in the new way to start your day with Super Beats Heart Chews. I challenge you to try it for 30 days and give them your feedback. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. I've been taking Super Beats Heart Chews for years, and it's an easy and convenient on-the-go boost to your overall health and energy. Make Super Beats Chews an essential part of your busy day. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. Hurry, it's their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com for up to 45% off. danasbeats.com. On this vote, the yeas are 50, the nays are 50. The Senate being equally divided, the vice president votes in the affirmative, and the bill, as amended, is passed. So, well, we knew this was going to happen. I told you on Friday that these votes to pass what they're now calling the climate bill, it was the inflation, they called it the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, but we all know that that wasn't going to be the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. So they've passed it, and Kamala Harris is why the Senate is important had to break the vote, and now it goes to the House. Where, you know, because it's the reconciliation bill and because it's a spending thing, blah, 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 it's going to do just fine, and it's going to pass, and then that's going to be it. And I'm going to tell you, we went over the taxes. There's some new stuff in there. We're going to spend a little bit of time, the first part of this program, going over some of the, uh, some of the new stuff that's in it. Yay, because now it's the climate Well, it's not. They're calling it something different. Happy Monday. Dana Lash here with you. We're going to go through all of this together today. Oh, boy. So the uh, and that was Kamala. She did something, though. Look at that. She finally was able to make it look like she did something. Give her her due for five seconds. Give give her her due for like five seconds. She you're like, no, it's okay. It's uh, like a trillion dollars this bill and it's going to be probably well it's going to be one of the worst things period it's going to be horrific and the the impact on the energy sector which we have i've discussed with you before all the new taxes there's some other stuff in there that we're gonna i'm gonna share with you and we're gonna look at just bad all around bad all around and so Looking at this, I love Stephen Moore's comment here. Audio soundbite three. He is exactly right. Listen to this. There's no quite. I mean, these people should be sued for, uh, you know, um, for false and misleading advertising. To call this an Inflation Reduction Act 
is is like calling the Obamacare the remember they called that the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> it didn't really actually make healthcare more affordable. So uh, this is mistitled. But by the way, I saw a poll. Only about 15 or 16 percent of Americans believe that this will reduce inflation. The other 85 percent of us know that it'll make it worse. You can't raise taxes by half a trillion dollars, raise spending by 700 billion dollars, and somehow magically that's going to make inflation go away. No, it's not going to make inflation go away. It's, it's just the, it's the dumbest thing ever to, th- to think that it's going to. My gosh, it's so dumb. But I, I, I and then the doubling the size of the IRS. I told you before, and I actually made mention of this. Let me pull this up. I made mention of this on Twitter over the weekend. Do you all remember Lois Lerner? Lois Lerner was the IRS agent who handled tax exempt, all the tax exempt stuff, right? All of the the Tea Party stuff where people were not allowed to organize, which I think is stupid when you have to ask the government for permission. But, you know, there you go. She, it was discovered because she was convicted. She targeted conservative groups. She targeted conservative groups. She hid evidence. She was, I mean, she is Nurse Ratchet to a T. She got in a lot of trouble for, for targeting people. And inappropriately, she even admitted and had to apologize for it. Back in 2013, she was the acting director of exempt organizations at the IRS. Nightmare. I know people who were involved, who who were wrapped up in all of that. This is the party, the party that laundered and falsified information through the press with Fusion GPS, the party that doctored CIA emails. This is not in dispute. It's not up for debate. They 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 actually doctored. CIA emails and it was uh, Klein Smith who actually went to jail for it to wiretap innocent civilians who worked on a presidential campaign they all voted this weekend to hire 87,000 new lowest learners to go after middle America that is exactly what has happened and you we all pay for it How lovely. Now, this whole expensive, expensive bill, as we were talking about, I mean, it's going to be a huge hit on um, the energy sector. I was sharing with you a little earlier the, this was like on Friday, I think, we were going over the, all of the coal states, warning about how expensive this was going to be, the jobs it was going to cost. It's like cap and trade all over again. I mean, it really is. And it's, it's I mean, sadly, we're all going to see, really, we're all going to be penalized with this. This is just, I mean, it's ridiculous. I was looking at some of the new taxes on this. And the sad thing about it, and looking at it, you have... 
the book tax, which I don't think they keep saying that it was going to be restructured. And I was reading through this and I'm actually looking at my notes right now. So bear with me here. Uh, I'm looking at my notes right now. The I, I don't know exactly how it's going to be restructured. They, they kept saying that that was one of the things that they got Kristen, Kirsten Cinema to agree to. And I don't see anything on that. But what I do see is that the whole $400,000 a year thing is an absolute lie. That's first and foremost. The household, I mean, and I'm going to go through all of this. We got a lot of stuff to get into today, but it's, this is going to be bad. We're going to see our household energy bills increase quite a bit. They think that they're going to get up $1.2 billion in taxes on this. And I, the thing is, is that that's, that's, the math also doesn't make sense with how much revenue they think that they're going to get. This is all such ridiculousness. Even Bernie Sanders, I can't even believe him saying this. He thought it didn't go far enough, though. Now, what the media is doing, and I was telling you this, they're, they're not calling it the uh, Inflation Reduction Act anymore. They're calling it the climate bill. I keep hearing that over and over again. I saw like three headlines. I saw one Sunday, and I saw several others uh, over or just this morning where they're calling it the climate bill which that doesn't make sense to me because why is it oh the climate and health bill yeah. audio somebody too. listen to Bert I can't even believe I'm playing this guy's audio on my show listen to this I'm gonna take a moment to say a few words about the so-called inflation reduction act that we are debating uh, this evening and I say so-called uh, by the way because according to the CBO and other economic organizations who have studied this bill, it will, in fact, have a minimal impact on inflation. Hmm. It's going to have a minimum impact on inflation. It's true. It's not going to do anything for inflation. I mean, you're, you're spending money and you're taxing people, which is going to just increase it more. Insane. Now, the added insult to injury here you have mansion screwing over the rest of the country so he could get that he could get his own little six what is it the 600 6.6 yeah his pipeline the permitting thing i don't think is going to happen because there's they don't really the language was vague when i was kind of control effing through this monstrosity because it's like a thousand pages and but here's the other part of it that's that's really that gets me we have spent so much on wind and all of this stuff anyway. We, I mean, didn't we just have, I mean, we just, we just spent, that's what Biden, he just did a huge, he just made a huge investment in this already. Investment. Like, it, it's, you know, it's, it's entitlements. Doing it again. And at the expense of, energy they're investing all of this in wind and in solar and but nothing in refineries do you realize like wind and solar you have to be able to have oil and gas in order to have wind and solar and i people don't understand that who don't understand energy yet here we are you have you have to be able to have that in fact it's really incentivizing the ability to not only expand and create new refineries but the ability for anyone to invest their money and make anything back from it. I mean, our grids already at compass are already at capacity, and that's it's it's just it's amazing. 
I mean, there's nothing about this. Massive extensions of tax credits and subsidies for wind and solar. Not a single cent for replenishing fossil fuel. You have the production tax credit and the investment tax credit that's being modified. In fact, they're being kind of expanded, and it's really weird. The, um, they, have to, they don't have to make, make, meet any kind of um, efficiency, anything. No efficiency regulations, no efficiency requirements, nothing like that. And the wind projects that were receiving the production tax credit, that was supposed to have been phased out. I think it was like a five-year phase. Now it's not at all. That's been removed. It's been struck from the, the language of the bill, which is available, I mean, literally over, I mean, you can look in the Senate or you can look at Congress or Thomas.loc. You can find it up there. So we haven't, I mean, a lot of refineries have gone offline. We, we've already stopped building them. You have the ESG stuff where investors are encouraged not to make available capital to the to anybody who actually wants to get involved in expanding or creating refineries. So we're go, we're going the way of Europe. We're we're just we're gutting ourselves here. Now I'm going to talk more about the IRS here coming up because don't believe Democrats when they say that they're not going to go for only the wealthy people that are cheating their taxes. That's a lie, and I'll explain in detail with receipts. The and we'll also get into the drug prices that are going to increase and all of that stuff. New, Biden's poll, new poll. This is from ABC. Almost seven out of ten feel the economy is still worsening. Because it, it is absolutely sixty-nine percent of Americans think that the economy is getting worse. His job approval. I know I say this every week when we start on Monday. Every week I say this. It's a new record low. RCP average new record low. Now, he's actually believing, he's gambling that all of this is going to boost Democrats' midterm chances. Nobody believes this. Nobody believes this. And he's already checked out. He is in uh, Delaware. He's already left Delaware. They already sent out the memo about restricted uh, airspace where he's vacationing. He was in the basement doing absolutely nothing. Democrats, they're like, oh, Biden's legacy. It's not Biden's legacy. Democrats did this. He wasn't even any, at all any way a part of it. He was not at all any way a part of any of this. So here we are. I'm, it, it's Maybe, remember when I said that he should stay in the basement because it felt like... As ransomware and other cyber attacks continue to sweep the nation, traditional antiviruses continue to fail as they cannot detect new malware and ransomware. And that's because they operate off a blacklist. And many of these antiviruses are made in the same foreign countries that the malware originates from. PCmatic is the only solution that is 100% made in America and uses proprietary whitelist technology to protect against all known and unknown cyber threats, including ransomware, malware, identity theft, and nation-state attacks. PCmatic protects homes and businesses of all sizes. PCmatic also makes your computers run faster by performing automated maintenance and system optimization. Protect your devices with an American-made cyber solution. PCmatic is just $50 for five devices for one entire year with a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Act now and receive $5 off your entire order of PCmatic protection by visiting PCmatic.com Dana. Again, to protect you and your family from ransomware, malware, and other cyber threats, visit PCmatic.com Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Via NBC, Travis McMichael, he and his father, Greg McMichael, they were involved in that uh, shooting with um, with, of Ahmed Arbery. Uh, Travis McMichael was sentenced to life in prison 
uh, the it, for a federal hate crimes is what it's listed as in the killing of Ahmed Arbery. I don't believe in hate crimes. I, all crime is hate. But he got 10 years uh, in prison, was sentenced to life plus 10 years in prison on federal hate crime charges. It should just be murder. I mean, if you're, I mean, think about it this. If you're a murderer and then you're a racist murderer, if you're not a racist, but just a regular murderer, does that make you less of a, you know, murderer? I mean, do you see my logic here? I mean, all, it's, I mean, good heavens. But uh, life plus 10. So that's coming from NBC Today. Oh, goodness. Anna Hayes was involved in a really horrific drunk driving accident uh, over the weekend. And Alec Baldwin, fresh off of shooting to death, a cinematographer on set, said that, oh, they're, they, he made a video of himself because this is what these freaks do. They always record themselves. And he said she's an amazing, talented woman. And he asked for love and support to Anne Hayes. Said nothing about the people whom she ran into. And he got a lot of hit, a lot of heat for that. ESPN host says Mount Rushmore team term is offensive, the name of it, and it should be retired. Yeah, his name is Jalen Rose, and he's co-host of some show I've never heard of on ESPN, and I don't really care. Moving on. That's just so stupid. Just don't look at it then. Don't look at it or say it. It doesn't bother you. Chris Pratt's new thriller Terminalist is one of the top streaming things on TV. 1.6 billion. Congrats, Jack R. I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for 3-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's 6 rounds in each tube plus 1 chambered. If you prefer 2 and 3 quarter inch shells, even better. Because the KSG holds 7 plus 7 plus 1. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the kel KSG up close and personal at kel That's K-E-L tec weapons.com again to find out more visit keltechweapons.com listen to the dana show live on the odyssey app weekdays noon to 3 p.m eastern time to what extent do you expect the inflation bill to help democrats during the midterms once it passes mr president do i expect you to help yes i do it's going to need you to help for example no senior will have any on medicare will have a uh bills more than $2,000 for drugs, no matter what the costs are. That's a big deal, changing people's lives. There's a whole range of things that are really game-changing for ordinary folks. Now, some of it's not going to kick in for a little bit, but it's all good. It's really going to lower the daily... When you sit down at that kitchen table at the end of the month, you're going to be able to pay a whole hell of a lot more bills because you're paying less than Yeah, he doesn't know. This is just so... That's Biden. He's getting ready to go on vacation, which you can afford to do. He's getting ready to go to Delaware go to the beach, go on vacation. He says, this is going to be great, guys. This is going to be so amazing for you. This is the, I mean, honestly, and welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you, your lovable curmudgeon. I I got a little, lot of information here in front of me. So this was, this was Biden saying that it's going to actually help Democrats in the midterms. It's got to go through the House one more time, then it's going to pass. It's going to be fine. They think it's going to be great. It's not, because... It's really going to hit average, everyday 
Americans. And I want to talk about the IRS part real quick. So we are doubling the size of the IRS. We've got uh, audio soundbite six. This is what I'm looking for. Ben Cardin. He is one. Now, by the way, I'm just going to play this one audio soundbite. This is not the only audio soundbite that I have. And it's not the only response from a Democrat on record that I have either, where they are saying this line that, well, as long as you pay your taxes, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to worry about. There's this is like a new line, a talking point for them. Listen. Millions of Americans aren't going to be impacted by that other than getting better service from the IRS, having their telephone answered, getting the questions they need in order to comply with our tax laws. The auditing is going to be uh, focused on those of high income, the large corporations, etc. So uh, there's no reason to be fearful. And if you have paid your taxes and if you comply with our laws, you should want to make sure everyone else does that. So this is Ben Cardin saying this. I mean, you realize that we have such a small number of actual billionaires, right? Here in in the United States. It's a very small number. But they want you to believe that apparently there's tons of these people out here doing this. It's not correct. The amazing thing about this, the soundbite. And this was what Markowitz had said this, others. Do you remember this story first of all i was telling you about uh lois lerner last segment lois lerner was the agent that actually was drug into a hearing and she was convicted she i mean they went after her she uh got in a lot of trouble for blocking conservatives from getting tax-exempt statuses but there was this story from the new york times back in july And I had this saved as part of my operation, and I was making fun of it with the SpongeBob meme, uppercase and lowercase writing. That's how I have it tagged. Crossfire Hurricane. It was part of my, I just saved it on that. And I had also added the tag IRS when I saved this. The former FBI, this is July 6th, former FBI director and his deputy, both of whom the president wanted prosecuted, were selected for a rare audit program that the tax agency says is random. They were just complaining about this. It was the IRS going after a non, these people weren't billionaires. They weren't billionaires at all. They went after McCabe. I don't like McCabe. I think it's kind of funny, but still they went after McCabe. He's not a billionaire. And it turns out after a very, very, their words, uh, intensive audit, they found that there was, that they owed nothing and that nothing was wrong, that nothing had happened. The Comeys had to pay $5,000 to an accounting firm in fees. I don't know how much we taxpayers paid for the agent that conducted the audit because they spent, you know, almost 100 hours working on it. After McCabe hadn't owed anything, and then Comey owed $347. He had to, sp- he had to pay $5,000 in fees to an accounting firm. Can you... It was unusual because it was both of them. 
Bill Clinton famously used the IRS to go after people. He went after Bill O'Reilly, the IRS. Like, didn't Bill O'Reilly get audited every time he just, like, farted or something? Like, anytime he did anything, he got audited. It's like a famous story. He got audited, like, every time he did anything. You have the lowest learner situation. Do you also remember the, and this was right as they decided to get into, this was in spring when this happened, right when they were really pushing hardcore the Build Back Better. And all of a sudden, it was very interesting. All of these tax records for all of these wealthy people, including Murdoch and other, like the Walmart people and all of that, there was this huge leak that could have only have come from the IRS of all of this tax data. And it was done at a time that Biden was making the argument. And remember, this is when he was speaking to Congress um, in February. It was done right at the time that he was pushing his build back better and telling everybody that they needed to pay their fair share, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And all of this data was leaked. Huh. Politically, so that you would see the financial data for these people and get jealous and upset and want more of their money. That was the purpose. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Wall Street Journal, their tax data was leaked out a year before. Forbes had a piece saying, yeah, it was, it was from the IRS. They wanted to, they, the media wanted to release this, infor- they wanted to, to push this IRS data because they wanted to push this, also push this narrative that look at the manipulation of our tax system by these wealthy people. This is crazy. Don't you think they should pay their fair share? It was a big thing. ProPublica was the entity that actually published it. They got the information and they published it. They put all these people's, that's like, that's not supposed to be public. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crime to release all of that. Hmm. So keep in mind this, you know, because they say that the IRS isn't going to go after people. That's what we keep hearing over and over again. I mean, I also have it here. Richard Blumenthal, the guy who lied about serving in Vietnam, audio sound by five. Here's a guy who lied about his military service to get into public office telling you that the government's not going to lie to you. Listen. I think the IRS is going to target the highest income Americans as uh, the saying goes, that's where the money is. Hmm. That's where they're going to look to really? collect. Yeah. The idea that really? there's okay, going to be this good. army because of... Because the, the, pr- the truth of it is that, according to an IG report, more than half of the agency's audits in 2021 were actually directed at taxpayers whose incomes were less than $75,000. And that's according to the IRS's own data. More than four in ten of its audits targeted recipients of the earned income tax credit which is one of the country's main anti-poverty measures. This from Forbes. So, no, all of these things that they're telling you, they're lying to you. 87,000 agents, and don't forget the special agents that they have within the IRS that can carry and use lethal force against you. I'm just citing what they have on the government website. Just saying. You're supposed to trust a government that's lied to you. A government that tried to stop a free and fair election. Now, I want to switch I w- now to freak you out further. This is the freak you out segment. Sorry. Uh, this coming in from Wired. How many of you have a Roomba? 
Remember how I was kind of joking, saying that I'm never going to get one of these things. I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a Siri device. I disabled my thing on my phone and my watch. I don't have any of that stuff. I don't have the little Amazon smart home thing that I talk to. Yeah, the Alexa thing. I don't have that. And I definitely sure as hell don't have a Roomba because that thing could kill me in the middle of the night. I don't know. Now, I say that kind of facetiously. But remember, let me just read this article. iRobot, which is a company, it got its start building robots for the U.S. military. But then they decided, which is kind of an interesting move 20 years ago, they decided, you know what, let's add consumer vacuums to this. That'll be fun to do, yeah. So... They were working with defense, and then they decided, you know, let's, let's do vacuums, too. The Roombas work by using sensors to map the homes in which they operate, so they get a blueprint of your home. Now, back in 2017, with Reuters, iBot CEO Colin Engel suggested that the company maybe someday... They'll share that data with tech companies developing smart home devices and AI assistants. So now they are being purchased by Amazon for $1.7 billion. And when Amazon completes the purchase of iRobot for $1.7 billion, they will have access to all of the interior maps of every single one of you who own a Roomba. Now, I think there are maybe a couple of people, two types of people here. You have the people who are like me that are like, oh, hell no. I won't have no robot. I'm not going to have no anything AI, nothing in my home. I'm not going to allow for any kind of loophole in which anyone could get any personal data. No, no, no. We're, we're already compromised enough. Let's not help it. And then there are the people who are like, that's not a big deal. Nothing's going to ever happen. Now, do you remember the stories about police and law enforcement and they're getting all of this video home video footage of your doorbell cameras and all of this without a warrant? They just they get it from the companies. You the this convenience used to the Ben Franklin phrase was the one that was the mantra you know, of those who trade security for safety deserve neither or will get neither. Those who trade convenience for ease of life, I don't think are going to get either too, because now in order for to lead more convenient lives, people are giving up a lot of personal data. And that in turn could compromise human rights. This could be a huge failure of democracy. Wired of all people mentioned that. Of all entities. So this is is weird. They, I, I don't, I just don't like, I don't, you don't have a Roomba, right, Kane? I don't have a Roomba. No. They're weird. They creep me out. But I just, you could say that I'm being, I don't know, suspicious or tinfoil hat, but then I would point to you, you know, the times that all are, you know, the no-knock warrants and the diminishment of, of due process with red flag law. I would point out to you uh, the IRS hiring 87,000 agents. 
after the IRS leaked data to shame wealthy people in order to advance a communist narrative for wealth acquisition and redistribution through Build Back Better, which failed and then was repackaged as the quote-unquote Inflation Reduction Act and passed. I mean, I'd point you out to the abuse of the FISA court to spy on innocent Americans who were working with bad no-no campaigns where the guy's name rhymed with Trump. I'm just saying, I, I, I mean, yeah, I have kind of every reason to wear a tinfoil hat. And also, I hate robots, too. That's creepy. Think about that. How many people? Ha- I don't, man, when I see people that, that are saying, oh, I told Alexa, whatever. Why? What is that actually doing for you? It's taking one step away from you of writing something your damn self down on a list. Really? Just think, is it, is it really saving you all that much time? It's weird, right? You, I mean, you, you can get audio logs of this stuff. They save all of it. It listens to you all the time. You, I hope everybody realizes this. Oh, man. Some people make it too damn easy for when they actually do start coming and knocking on doors. Y'all make it easy. Those people. As ransomware and other cyber attacks continue to sweep the nation, traditional antiviruses continue to fail as they cannot detect new malware and ransomware. And that's because they operate off a blacklist. And many of these antiviruses are made in the same foreign countries that the malware originates from. PCmatic is the only solution that is 100% made in America and uses proprietary whitelist technology to protect against all known and unknown cyber threats, including ransomware, malware, identity theft, and nation-state attacks. PCmatic protects homes and businesses of all sizes. PCmatic also makes your computers run faster by performing automated maintenance and system optimization. Protect your devices with an American-made cyber solution. PCmatic is just $50 for five devices for one entire year with a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Act now and receive $5 off your entire order of PCmatic protection by visiting PCmatic.com Dana. Again, to protect you and your family from ransomware, malware, and other cyber threats, visit PCmatic.com Dana. Red meat, black coffee, truth-telling. The Dana Show. Make sure you sign up for the email newsletter at Chapter and Verse. Liz Cheney has come out and said that if Ron DeSantis were to run for president, that she would find it very difficult to support him. And she thinks that he thinks like Trump, and that's dangerous. This is, she, tomorrow's when they choose. She's going to lose her seat tomorrow. She's going to be bested in a primary. And that's, uh, I, th- I think they have some, one of the latest primaries, actually. She told the New York Times that he's, quote, lined himself up almost entirely, end quote, with Trump, and that she would, quote, find it very difficult, end quote, to support him for president. She's going up against Harriet Hagman and is double digits trailing. I mean, it's bad. It's gone from, I mean, she, why in the world? You know, I, I, I kind of wonder if she's not going to turn around and be a Democrat. Because if she's, it, to me, it just sounds like she just generally opposes Republicans. It doesn't sound like she, it's more than just Trump. Remember how she always tried to justify her criticism of Trump as, oh, well, it's just him. You know, it's just, you know, principle. Well, it, I mean, with DeSantis, she's like this with DeSantis. When she was asked about the 2024 election at large, she responded, she, she might, she said she might support a Republican. And I just think that, I wonder if she was just trying to sabotage her seat 
Now think about this. Liz Cheney could be sabotaging her time as a Republican to turn around and run as a Democrat. Because she's never ever going to she's never ever going to get elected again within the Republican Party. This was a this was a state that Trump took by 70 percent in 2020. It's crazy. There's no way that she and she's too she was always kind of moderate anyway. So if she's looking to switch to becoming a Democrat, that would get a lot of name recognition, a lot of celebration by the press that would do her well. I mean, has didn't Bush come out and has he like hasn't some of aren't those some of those people supporting Democrats at this point? Didn't they support uh, Biden? Just saying, you know, for the swamp creatures that like to stay in power, that would be a good move. We have another hour on the way. Don't go anywhere. More of the Dana show coming up in just a minute. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing, and market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. So get started with just one short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call right now and you'll receive up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. Don't wait. Call 866-887-1188. That's 866-887-1188. Or text DANA to 9 Nine nine eight eight nine nine. Protect your future with American Hartford Gold. 866-887-1188 or text Dana to 998899. This is uh, enforcing taxes owed. So this is a way to not just close tax loopholes, but to stave off tax evasion. In my strongly held view, defunding the IRS has been a long-term shadow tax cut for tax evaders, and this president will reverse that uh, with this bill that now goes over to the House. That's uh, one of the president's advisors, Jared Bernstein. He's a senior fellow at the Center, the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. He's the chief economist and, and economic policy advisor he, he, to Biden. He's been, well, to the vice president since 2009. Um, no. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. Second hour of the show. So they think that by not having a standing army of people to shake the money out of your pockets, that that's somehow a shadow tax cut. That's what I'm understanding correctly. Uh, Taxation theft. I mean, this is just as long as we realize that it's theft and that people collecting money for the government are uh, robbers. That's, I mean, go ahead. How are they going to find 87,000 people to work? You can't get people to work nowadays anyway. And everybody wants to work from home. What is it, that movie, uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? Jamie Lee Curtis is the IRS agent. That's what I'm envisioning. That was, that was Lois Lerner, Nurse Ratchet. So he thinks that that's a shadow tax cut to not have, I mean, they're, they're to not have doubled the size of the IRS. I um, remember back in, according to their own data, back in 2021, more than half of the audits were people who made under $75,000. Yep. So this idea that they're just going to be, oh, they're only going to go after. 
they're only going to go after the rich people. Well, that's a that's a lie. And anyone who believes it deserves to be audited. <laughs> really do. I mean, that's this is an absolute lie. The tax the, the that's just one of the things. But they have so many taxes in this new bill. It's got to go through the house, but it's done. Uh, that. I mean, they they they're going to want eighty seven thousand agents. What gets me is that Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, they're Democrats, and I I I warn people they're moderates, but at, you know they are Democrats for a reason though. But Joe Manchin played his part very well. He's a moderate. He's from West Virginia. And guys, he just doesn't. Uh, he's not going to be able to support that Build Back Better. I'm not going to be able to support Build Back Better. Can't do that. You know, it's too much. But, uh, I mean, it's like the Drake meme, you know, where he's like, no, no, no. And then, ah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he wouldn't support Build Back Better. But if you change the name of Build Back Better, literally kept everything the same, but added more taxes and called it the quote unquote Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Oh, then he's okay. And see, then they sweetened the pot by saying, well, we'll screw everyone else everywhere and let you have a pipeline. Ah, then they, then they got him. And now they can say, look, we've even got complete, total, honest, moderate Joe Manchin to support this. I love how they act like making these little concessions is a huge deal when it's build back better, but just a different name. They went back to calling it the climate and health bill, whatever the hell that means. It's a climate bill. We're spending money on the weather. $80 billion, supersizing the IRS. The bill spends 14 times as much money for enforcement, like small business audits, than for taxpayer services, like answering the phone. Just FYI. Just just want to... Don't forget that 95% excise tax on pharmaceutical manufacturers to control prices and and raise costs. That'll be fun, because that's what it's going to do. That's what they always do. Oh, my goodness. And then don't forget that $124 billion stock tax, which is going to hit your 401k. My mom is spitting mad because she's already lost $10,000 out of her 401. She's livid. Well, guess what? You're all about to get hit more uh, because you're going to be at a competitive disadvantage with China. They don't have a tax like this. So we have an excise tax that are going to reduce the value of household nest eggs, raising taxes and restricting stock buybacks. So anybody that's got a 401k IRA or pension, get ready to Get suck in and uh, get ready to bend over a barrel. That's what's going to happen. And it's, I mean, it's going to, retirements are the largest share of corporate stocks. That's like 37% of the out of, of, of U.S. corporate stock. That's according to the Tax Foundation. In 2017, corporate sponsored funds made up about four and a half trillion of market value. Union sponsored funds are about half a billion, uh, well, half a trillion. Public sponsored funds, which benefit teachers and police, that was about four and a quarter trillion. And when companies do the stock buybacks, the investors benefit and a tax on this, c- companies are going to conduct it. They're, it's going to hit your retirement. These people have no idea how business or savings or anything works. None. And of course, that 15% corporate alternative, that book tax, that's still in there. They said restructuring, but there's been nothing to show how it's been restructured. So, you know, it's going to be bad. Uh, 50% of the tax is going to be borne by manufacturing right when we are literally still dealing with supply chain disruptions. I had to get an ice machine. It took almost a year to get it because of supply chain. Yeah. Supply chain issues are 
crazy. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. That $1.2 billion coal tax, that's going to jack up your energy bill. Yeah. So this whole, well, I'm not going to... They don't know what the hell $400,000 is or, or, or a year or what people who make that or under that, they don't understand how they live. We're going we're gonna to sit here and promise you that, we're, that anybody making less than $400,000, they're not going to get hit. But all the stuff that you use and things that are going to transfer all the costs onto you, we're going to totally hit. That's, that's, that's what this is. Bad. Dangerous. Very dangerous. The impacts of this are... Whew. But it, now it's the climate bill. Climate bill. That's what it is. So, I don't know. I, I mean... I was reading this piece from the Hill about how they were. Oh no! What's what's actually in the name for the in, inflation redux, reduction? Climate bill. Now a few other things. The CBO has already scored this bill as ra- going to raise drug prices. Congressional Budgetary Office said that the legislation, which puts a cap. On price increases, that's what they say. They said that allowing Medicare to negotiate certain prices are going to absolutely contribute to much higher prices. Axios even had to write about this. I mean, that's, I thought that Democrats were going to rein in major corporations, King. What happened to that? Hmm. What happened there doesn't look like it. Does not look like it at all. It's bad. This is all bad news. Super. This is it's it's this is horror, horrible news. And Democrats all supported it. Mansion and Cinema sold out. Now a few things. Biden has said we played that audio earlier. He said that it's going to absolutely boost midterm chances. And he's vacationing all week. He's already headed, guys. He's already headed to vacation. No, he is not going back to Delaware. He's going to another beach this time. He's going to South Carolina. Kiowa Island, South Carolina. New no-fly zone restrictions were posted. So because he's going, they, they have what? For the next seven days, there's going to be no flying over Kiowa Island, South Carolina. Now, they're going on vacation to the beach. He stayed in his basement, didn't do nothing. Gets cleared. He get, Democrats are passing high taxes, more spending. We're in a recession, inflation. Americans are living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. And we're spending another $45.5 billion and sending it to Ukraine. I, I, I don't even I, I don't even know if we have any assurances that that money's actually going where they say it's going to go. And I also don't know why the hell we still have to keep giving them money. How much are all these other European nations over there that are dealing that are right there by this? How much are they giving? Hmm. So not only do we have to, I mean, how much money are they giving? I'm just I'm curious. Why do we still have to keep sending our taxpayer dollars over there? But yet we don't seem to be doing anything. Biden won't won't lift a finger or say anything at all. About China. Hmm. Why does he have to go on vacation? He pretty much was. Right? Yeah, 
16 days on lockdown. He was already on vacation for 16 days. Now, I saw over the weekend, I thought this was interesting. I saw that no LGB was trending. And I was like, is that Let's Go Brandon? No, Let's Go Brandon. Is that what that means? No, it doesn't. So, no LGB, that trended because apparently the gay, lesbian, and bisexual community are fighting with the trans activists. And it was a huge slap fight over the weekend. And they, it wasn't just limited to the United States either. I mean, it was, it was everywhere. There was huge, huge discuss. There were, I mean, there were some serious arguments over this. And the trans activists were calling, I can't even read some of the tweets, but they're funny. They were, and these are, these are like verified people. They were, they, they were calling them turfs, gay turfs. Is that a thing? Can you be a gay turf? Yeah. Can you be that, though? Like, I guess there was they like there was one verified trans activist that was yelling at a verified British lesbian author yelling at her, not J, not J.K. Rowling, saying that in caps like that she was a gay turf. And I, I just was that shocked me because I had never it's actually kind of sounds like a cartoon character. It's like the cousins of the Smurfs almost. But they're having a huge fight over this. Because they say that. The T has hijacked the LGB. And so they're fighting over the inclusion of T in it. It's, it, it trended all weekend. I, th- I, just, I thought it was very, very interesting and insightful as to how, what they're kind of what they're dealing with. It was, it was interesting. Did you see any of that over the weekend? And it's not new. When, when T was being added to all the, the alphabet descriptions. Yeah. There was a pushback at that time because it they didn't feel as though they aligned. Lesbians, gays, bisexuals, they did not feel as though they aligned with those who wanted to either chemically castrate or wanted to lop off healthy breasts. Any of that stuff, that wasn't flying. This isn't a new thing. This is, I guess, just coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. So there, that, that whole... Demo is having a major, major fight right now over this. I do think it's interesting because it seems like it's a little bigoted what the T people are saying to the LGB, right? That you're, I mean, they're saying that they're bigots if a woman who wants to be with other women doesn't like a man pretending to be a woman that she's a bigot. Is that not the most craziest upside down thing? We're, I, I don't know. I, it's Monday. I, I don't think we're far enough in the week to try to wrap our head around that yet. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider, and they've been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans, and thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as 
all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. Visit PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Use offer code Dana to get free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts just for you. Come join the movement and make the switch. PatriotMobile.com slash Dana. PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. I'm going to tell you something. This is how alien movies start. In Chile, according to NBC, a bizarre and perfectly perfect circle sinkhole large enough to swallow Francis Arc de Triomphe has emerged. It stretches 160 feet across and goes down 656 feet. It's in the Atacama Desert in Chile, and it keeps getting bigger. The National Service of Geology and Mining said that it's still investigating this. It's near the Ala, it's the Al Caparoso mine. It's operated by a Canadian mining company, and it's like 413 miles north of Santiago. And they said everything's got to stop. They got to go through this whole process. It's this is how this is legit how alien movies start. Isn't this how? Uh, uh, what is it when they were in the Arctic with the alien stuff? Isn't that how this started? It was like a giant sinkhole or something like that? Just saying. Just seems. Uh, I wouldn't want to go down there. Would you go down there? Hell no. I'm just saying. North Carolina County is stocking schools with commonly owned semi-automatic rifles that are of the AR platform. They're collaborating with local sheriff's offices to place the AR-15s in emergency safes in each of their schools as part of an effort to enhance security in the wake of Uvalde. And according to Asheville Citizen Times, the sheriff, wanted to, Buddy Harwood, wanted to make sure his deputies are prepared in the event of any kind of tragedy in his county. He said that we're able to put that plus a safe in the safe in all of our schools in the county. We have breaching tools to get into the safes. We have extra magazines, etc. And they said they were working with teachers who had who voluntarily want to do this, etc. Which is good. They should be able to if they want if they want to. Uh, let's see. And Rocket <laughs> Minor League Team Fireworks show, show went horribly wrong. Rocket City Trash Panda. Their team went horribly wrong Friday night when apparently a certain product was incorrectly inserted and insecure and not secured into the holder and a fireworks show went crazy into the stands. No one was hurt. Thankfully, stay with us. Old routines die hard like those multiple cups of coffee and sugary energy drinks to stay alert. Well, I discovered a healthier way to get the sustained energy I need without all the caffeine and sugar. Super Beats Heart Chews. I just unwrap a chew or two in the morning and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest. I feel great about what I'm doing for my health. Join me in the new way to start your day with Super Beats Heart Chews. I challenge you to try it for 30 days and give them your feedback. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. I've been taking Super Beats Heart Chews for years, and it's an easy and convenient on-the-go boost to your overall health and energy. Make Super Beats Chews an essential part of your busy day. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. Hurry, it's their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com for up to 45% off. danasbeats.com. Of all your favorite talk hosts, one of these is not like the others. The Dana Show. What about Hunter? 
Hunter under federal investigation. Charges could be coming at any time. This is not just a right-wing media story. This is a real problem Oh-ho. for the Bidens. Mm-hmm. Could he wait, decide wait, 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 not stop. to run for ah, stop, 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 stop the car. Stop the car. Welcome back to the show, first off. Dana Lash here. We're in the middle of our second hour. Kane, pray tell, sir. Yeah. Twas that Brian Stelter. Yeah. Can I... It's not just a right-wing conspiracy hmm. that the Hunter Biden said could be charges any time. I just needed to hear that. Okay, go ahead. And, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You, you want to like roll it back like 10 seconds. Media story. This is a real problem for the uh-huh. Bidens. Could he decide not to run for re-election given his son? Hmm. He could. Very interesting. There, you know, the reason he's only doing that is because it's so obvious at this point. I told you my theory about them using this as a way to threaten Joe Biden to not run. Can I just say that I think you have to give a rant's ass about your kids in order for that to actually be an impediment to your running? Because judging by all the drug use and the... Uh, deprivation tank video footage, the Russian prostitute video footage, the diary of showering with daddy and everything else. I just got to say, it does not sound like a parent who's engaged. You know what I mean? does not sound like the terrain of a parent that was engaged. And? Yeah, we were all told, though, as Kane notes, that this was a right-wing conspiracy. So I do not award Brian Stelter any points here, nor do I give him any credit for saying what we've all been saying this entire time because it was inconvenient for them to acknowledge the truth. And only now do they want to acknowledge it because they want to scare Biden out of running. They don't want him to run. So they're going to they think that this. But do you honestly think, dude, I mean, the guy it's one of the grossest political sub stories that we've ever had to do i mean i have oh gosh i even want to do this i don't dislike i don't dislike anybody enough to talk about this story but i kind of have to you know what i'm talking about kane the stuff that i got on here about the hunter biden stuff i really don't want to talk about it's just gross it's gross man for real like he's you're laughing this is like my I I can't believe I got to talk about this guy's antics on my show as part of my job. It's an uncomfortable laugh, dude. It's just so this is so gross. This is nasty. So they have the New York Post. The headline is this: Hunter Biden attributes his male copulatory organ obsession to body dysmorphia. I thought it, <laughs> I, I don't know how that works. What? I'm not even reading the story because it includes more photos and I can't get myself to scroll. You know what, Kane? You're the producer. You scroll. You, you look at that and you scroll down, I, sir. I oh did. my gosh. Why does it autofill when I share it? <laughs> Stop. It's so gross. I was already uncomfortably oh. laughing because I scrolled. Oh, my gosh. Why is he? Oh, I can't read any of this. I cannot read any of this, but I can't not talk about it because it's an important story. This goes right along with what we're discussing with Brian Stelter. This is all the stuff that's on his laptop. That second paragraph, though. Dude, I. 
Can, let's play Mad Libs for a second. Give me a word to substitute for the male copulatory organ thing. Because I cannot say that word that many times in a quote from him. Pickle. I can't. Pickle. Shut up. Can I have another? Steve, you. Come on, millennial. You're offended by everything. Come on. I'm joking. But give me a substitute. I can't say this. You're also, hey, you're also, you work on the show too. Come on, you got to give me, I'm not, this is the grossest paragraph, but it's a news story. Corn dog. Okay. Juan, you're pure of heart. Throw a suggestion out. What do you think, Juan? What, what is, what is it? Yeah, Juan doesn't want to be a part of it. No, he doesn't want to, no, he doesn't want anything about, he's going to have to go to church after this. He's not interested. It's going to happen. He's not going to, he's not, he doesn't want to deal with that story. Oh, let's just say, uh, popcorn that works what? right okay yeah okay all right then so this is this is all from his hard drive this is all a part of this investigation into the tax you know whether or not he paid his fair share how it's structured all of this stuff you know the thing that everyone said was a right-wing conspiracy theory that's actually very true and charges may stem from it and here brian stelter is saying it could be a real drag on biden that's a threat by the way, that soundbite that we just played was a threat to Biden about running in 2024. So here's the quote. I hate everything. He, this, his heart, he's got so many apparently emails about this. He writes, April 2019. Gosh, really? Really? Do we need to know this? He says, I'd love to be reassured that my nine inch very big popcorn was actually big. It may sound funny to you, but it's uh, body dysmorphia. I know my popcorn is almost twice the size of an average man's popcorn. He's writing this. There are a million things where he's written about his popcorn, literally in numerous emails, numerous things. It's so disgusting. All these photos. I mean, just the, if this is what we just have freely flowing around in you know the American public, I mean, what what could possibly the Chinese or Russians have on him? Yeah, I hope I did ruin popcorn for you, Kane, because you did not. You, I had to read this paragraph, and you would not give me a, an acceptable substitute. So there you go. I thought I did well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all of this, like these emails are interspersed with stuff that he's discussing about his work on behalf of Burisma and the Chinese energy company, CEFC. And, you know, whether or not he, because he got like a, um, did he get like a diamond? Remember when he got a diamond from one of the communist uh, Chinese energy guys? He got a diamond from one of them. And that was, people were wondering whether or not that's something that actually could be, cons- that if, if, it's, if it's illegal, if it's compromised him, all this stuff. So I, all of these damning emails, more I mean, not even getting into the art sales have come up about that Rosemont Seneca. That's one of the firms in which he was working with the communist Chinese and dealing with energy. And that has to do with Biden's. We've talked about Biden's Green New Deal stuff. But he's had like in between these emails where, for instance, he's arguing with Devin Archer about investors who want equal slices of their earnings and all of this other stuff. And when is Biden going to? Uh, be traveling to, you know, to Ukraine, etc. when he was making one of his first visits. I mean, all of this, this gross stuff is interspersed with all this stuff. It's just wild. So yeah, I mean, 
it and I can imagine it gets worse, can't you? And I imagine that it it gets a heck of a lot worse. So all of this, that soundbite from Brian Stelter, that is him essentially threatening Biden. Like, if your son runs, this is just the tip of the iceberg, dude. There's going to be a lot more that comes out. Doesn't it sound like that? That sounds like a threat to me. And that's why you can't get any of these cats saying that they will, they, that they back Biden running because they really don't. They're looking for any way that they can avoid any of that, avoid dealing with him. They don't want him running. They're grooming Newsom. Gosh, groomers. Okay, so speaking of that, that was a great segue. Libs of TikTok had this video, and it is pretty wild. It is this uh, individual who is a PhD candidate at UCSC, UC Santa Cruz, who admits the, their intent to sell prescription hormone drugs online to kids. Uh, they actually, at one point, they posted on Instagram. They deleted it, but it's everywhere. This person writes, quote, there are over 20 states trying to criminalize hormone therapy, particularly for trans youth. Like, okay, so full stop here. Hormone therapy, when done in a safe manner, is not criminal. But for, as a, as an unnecessary elective procedure, hells yes it is. And it's so dangerous to mess around with that stuff. So Ehrlich writes, My friends and I had an idea, sending out our extra prescriptions around the country. If you need hormones, I'm working with a distribution network to get you access. Everything is free, no questions asked. We have hundreds of doses of testosterone, estradiol, and something else I can't say. All available right now, all prescribed by doctors and unused. Each package comes with information on dosage, obtaining blood work, etc. I realize it's only a band-aid solution. We need full access to affirmative medical care from professionals immediately. However, missing a single dose of hormones can be devastating, especially for trans teens and those new to hormones. These laws are outrageous, and I can't wait for them to be overturned. DM me if you want HRT or blah, blah, blah. This is insane. So the... This is not like people. I don't think people real people like this activist, this trans activist. I don't think they understand how serious this is. These are really tightly regulated because they, when if you're not using them properly, they can. I mean, there's so many bad side effects that can come from this, and and cancers. Cancer is another is one that can be born of of hormone misuse, and when you become dependent on this stuff you have to use it for the rest of your life and giving healthy teenagers healthy teenagers hormones that as part of an unnecessary and entirely elective thing is absolutely evil it's dangerous because these people are pretending that there's some sort of ally in what i don't know but they're actually jeopardizing the health of an otherwise healthy teenager and just pumping them full of hormones. That's just so, I mean, gosh, can you know, like the dangers of what do they give dudes? Are they giving dudes estrogen? I don't know what some of this other spirone lactone. I don't even know what that is. That's some serious stuff that you can't just give out. First off, it's a felony. So this person's actually talking about committing a felony. 
I hope they're investigated. They deleted it from Instagram, but it's all up there. It's all up there. I mean, I, I, um, you know, these people saying, well, you know, we need more covert ways of reaching those in need. States will just make it illegal. Well, it already is illegal. It's like, a, it's like fe- they're federally controlled, you morons. It's already illegal. You can't just like go and disperse hormones out there. It's, it's incredibly controlled. Golly, this is just... I mean, it's dangerous and irresponsible. And I'm really... It really saddens me. And it makes me sick to think how many kids are going to have problems for the rest of their lives because of stuff like this. There are some teenagers now that they tried to they went through like this transitioning process as a teen and now they're young adults and they're like why did no adult around me tell me how dangerous this was for my health like one of them wrote this big long thing i don't know if it was um it i don't know if it was it was maybe new york post or wherever but it was an op-ed saying that they even though they went back to what you know they are their actual sex that they actually have to end up taking one of these like hormones forever because they really jacked up their body. They they hurt their body system. They hurt their I mean it's just crazy. And they're they're doing this without no they don't they don't say go to a doctor. Wouldn't that be like wouldn't you think that they would just encourage you to go to a doctor that was, you know, at the very least would be not allow you to take something dangerous that was sent to you by a stranger over the internet? How are you going to also make sure that these aren't from what I understand, don't they have like certain types of hormones that are safer than others? I mean, what do you do? You, do these people even know what they're giving out and what the kids could be taking? Oh, my gosh. This is just so unbelievably malicious and wrong. And they act like and all of these activists say, oh, my gosh, there's the parents don't have any right of knowing. Kane, what did you say? Put this in. Tell me what you just Yeah, There's like. about a dozen harmful estrogen hormones out there. Right I don't now. even understand what makes one harmful. I, I do know that doesn't isn't that estrogen isn't like estrogen. That's why they say if you're pregnant, and you have cancer that it could actually make the cancer grow or something because of that hormone. Yeah, Certain types of estrogen yeah. do that, which is why people have sensitivities to things like soy and other things oh like that because of those uh, inherent hormones within. It's so dangerous. So dangerous i have a lot more on this i got more i got more wokery i have more economics we're going to talk with stephen yates next hour on the latest internationally so we still have a lot of stuff to get into china is buying up huge amounts of american farmland and much of it is curiously close to key u.s nuclear sites i'm sarah carter on the latest sarah carter show i'll tell you what i found during my reporting in montana about communist china's aggressive ambitions in the United States, and how the world is still giving it a pass on COVID. I'll also share the latest heartbreaking story about how the people flooding our borders are being exploited by cartels and our own government. Join me, follow The Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. (laughs) It's time for Florida Man. Okay, I gotta be honest. When I first read this story, I got two of them. But I got the the headline is Florida man was arrested after dropping drawers on two female victims' driveways. I literally was so innocent. I'm like dresser drawers, like furniture, no panties, like actual drawers, like people's underwear. That was the headline. Wink said that they arrested a 42 year old man because he was dropping panties that were not the women's on 
their driveway like he would ride his bike and throw panties at their house and smile and so he ended up he's but apparently he got also charged with stalking which is a huge charge he was booked in a collier county jail in a forty thousand dollar bond i literally did not know that meant i i thought they meant like dresser drawers i didn't know it was like drawers like you know ozark drawers i just i didn't know all right so last but not least uh, a man was arrested after threatening an, a restaurant employee with a knife this happened Friday, also in Collier County. 27-year-old Sean McMullen got in trouble because he got into an argument with a restaurant employee, and he wasn't happy with having to buy something at the restaurant with, that he was loitering at, so he pulled a knife, got arrested. Stick with us. I think the IRS is going to target the highest-income Americans, as uh, the saying goes, that's where the money is, that's where they're going to look to collect. The idea that there's going to be this army of IRS agents defending... Descending on the average American is just preposterous. Well, but that's what's happened, though, in 2021 and and other times. The 2021, I mean, more than half of the people audited were people who only made $75,000 or less. And we had the story of Lois Lerner and others who were going after reg- regular average everyday Americans who simply wanted to organize during Tea Party 2.0 days. They ended up having the IRS had to settle out of court for a number of those instances. And then don't forget the leak that ProPublica published uh, from the IRS trying to shame wealthy people in with data that was a felony for them to leak data that should never be leaked on private Americans, taxation, theft. They shouldn't have it anyway. But it was done all to promote this narrative and emotionally manipulate voters into going for increased taxes. Welcome back to the program. Third hour of the show. Dana Lash here with you this Monday, top of our third hour. We have Stephen Yates going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. And we're just kind of going over some of this. The... The bill that was passed by the Senate that it will have to go through some of the formalities in the House that's going to raise taxes, going to raise energy costs, and it's going to make our economic situation all that much worse. It's going to be a disaster, just so you know. And we have been for the past week and t- today going over a lot of it. It's It was dubbed the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, but you might have noticed the media has taken to calling it just the climate bill. And not just the climate bill, but it's a climate and health bill. Yeah, that's what they're, that's what they're referring to it as. Hmm. And, I mean, here you have people like Blumenthal and others. And Blumenthal, who lied about serving in Vietnam so he could leverage himself that, and leverage that to get himself into public office. So you have somebody who, in the government who lied about his service who's now lying to you again about what the IRS is or isn't going to do. You have, I was looking at the, at some of the data. The, in terms of the people in the United States that are worth 50, over 50 million, you have about 90,000 people. Now, I've sent this out before in the email newsletter on Substack. There was a, four, it was a Forbes piece that showed a breakdown, rough, you know, rough percentages of how Basically, oh, like oh, it was something like over 96% of the millionaires and billionaires in the United States are not old money. Um, the majority of it's actually in tech. Um, there's a lot of manufacturing, things like that, but a lot in tech. It's not, This idea of this sort of um, gilded age old money being passed down over and over again is just simply not true. 
And the only ones that I think you could even remotely kind of compare to that, you ha- you have the uh, the Walmart family. What is that? What is their name? The Wal- the Walmarts. Walton. Yeah, the Walton people. Them. I mean, I there's a there's a few others. It's funny because most of them are Democrats. So you have the four wealth the four wealthy families in San Francisco that run it are the Newsoms, the Pelosi's, the Gettys, and the Hearst family of Hearst Publishing. What was re- even more interesting? It's kind of a side note. I just always like these weird little things that happen and kind of tie culture and politics together. Um, one of the Hearst kids. I think it was a Hearst or I don't know. One of their daughters who I don't know what they do got married. And this was at still when everything when people were kind of coming out of lockdown, but you had to wear your mask everywhere still. But in California, mostly everything was still locked down and especially in San Francisco. And they were at this very famous government building known for its art deco, the architecture and design. And they had a huge maskless wedding. This was over a year ago there. Everybody was outraged. People in California were outraged because their kids couldn't go to school, but yet these four families got together. And you had Nancy Pelosi, who was pictured there with a Getty, who was pictured there with Gavin Newsom, and then they were at this Hearst Girls wedding. And it was just wild. All the, the four wealthy families, now they are old money because that's come from a couple of generations. you got to think Getty's, the, the, those are the media and photographer people. Hearst Publishing, you know, the, that's some old money. Uh, but it's just, it's, it's like you have the Bush family, the Bush beer, B-U-S-C-H. Uh, they, I mean, but really that's, that's like kind of the manufacturer. That's that really, that's like just, I only can give you like a couple of handful of examples. Everybody else is, they're like the Bill Gateses. They're like the Jeff Bezoses. They're like the Mark Zuckerbergs and the Elon Musk. They're, it's new money. And this idea that, you know, when the IRS was leaking all of this information about wealthy people, they were lying. They were trying to conflate the idea of new money and old money, ignore how new money made their money and just get everybody mad at this fabrication of us, of, of an elect gla- a, a class of people who have a bunch of money that they didn't earn and don't have to pay tax on. And they did that just so they could emotionally manipulate people into voting for higher taxes. And they should have never the fact that they leaked that in the first place. That right there should have been the immediate disqualification for any consideration of either new money going into the IRS or an expansion of the IRS, particularly after a subsequent IG report showed that they're, they only answer their phones 19 to 20 percent of the time. I mean, we can't. It, first off, they shouldn't even exist in the first place. The IRS is an entirely unconstitutional entity. Was it even properly ratified in the Senate? Because there are a lot of questions about that. It's it's unconstitutional. It is theft. Just because it's government sanctioned doesn't make it any less of a sin. It is an absolute sin. It is a sinful bureaucracy, a sinful department. It is sin and agents of sin. The end. It is an entire department that is built upon theft. I don't have anything nice to say. I'm very, you know, I, I it's not what our founders envisioned. In fact, they actually didn't even believe in taxes and levied unless we were in a time of war, which then kind of makes me go into the ditch a little bit with the tinfoil hat about war con about uh, uh, war Inc and true cons and neocons and all this other stuff, the true con and war Inc and all of this stuff and the constant perpetuation of war. So to maintain this, this, this demand for constant taxation anyway, 
My whole point is that you have about 90,000 people in the United States that are worth over $50 million. You have Democrats that want 87,000 new agents because they say they want to go after wealthy tax cheats. That's the line, right? Wealthy tax cheats. The problem, though, is doing the math. Wouldn't it be like two per person? It is for 90,000 people in the United States. You have 87,000 new agents. I mean, that's almost like two agents for every wealthy person in the United States. These agents are not for those people. They are not for those people. Those agents are for you. That's who they're for. Interesting stuff. Now, with that, we were, here you have this consideration too. I saw this from Matt Vespa. This was yesterday morning. You have the FBI that refused to apologize for their Russian collusion antics. They had doctored fake evidence to justify obtaining a FISA warrant to spy on a civilian named Carter Page. And the reason I say that it was uh, Kleinsmith, the guy, the, the FBI guy Kleinsmith, who actually doctored an email from the CIA. The email from the CIA had said Carter Page was an, actually an asset for them against Russia for the past couple of decades. And they omitted that so that they could get a, an, a, a warrant to spy on him when they submitted that to FISA. And because FISA, because it didn't undergo the proper verification procedures that everything else has to undergo, they, did, they didn't catch that. This is the same government that when they were investigating Lois Lerner, the FBI was like, oh, no, it's all right. She's okay. She's a Democrat. Do you trust these people? Because I sure as hell don't. All of these things should have been an immediate no. But Democrats, see, they're going to be fine. It's not going to be the wealthy people. The wealthy people are going to go out and get attorneys. They've got great accountants. Wealthy people have great accounting firms. They know every legal deduction, every legal loophole that Democrats have made for them since they won't get rid of the IRS. It's going to be the regular small business, the mom and pops and average everyday people, like I said, who back in 2021, over half of them made $75,000 or less. Those are going to be the people that are targeted. And not a peep from Democrats who love to get involved in class warfare. Except right here. This is actual class warfare. But they've switched sides. Interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. Now, a few other things I want to hit in immigration. Gosh, it's getting crazier in New York. New York City Mayor Eric Adams once again blasts Governor Abbott this morning after another bus of illegal entrants arrived in New York City. He said, quote, Yesterday morning, while he was at Port Authority, direct quote, this is horrific. Really? But New York City had such great opportunities, Kane. They're the sanctuary city of the entire country. Yeah. I mean, they have great. They're not the only one, but they're, they're the ones that have been talking about it the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... What happened to the whole give me your tired, your poor, 
Your huddled masses yearning to be free. What happened to that? That was uh, Statue of Liberty. Isn't that what they always said? If you like disagreed with their... This is what the, the consequence of your lawless policy leads to. Since May, 4,000 people who've entered the country illegally have ended up who are, are now in New York City's shelter system. I like Abbott. Abbott released a statement today. Let me, let me read you a statement. It's a good statement, King. This is a terrific statement. It's a perfect statement. It says, quote, In addition to Washington, D.C., New York City is the ideal destination for these migrants who can receive the abundance of city services and housing that Mayor Eric Adams has boasted about within the sanctuary city. I hope, says Greg Abbott, I hope he follows through on his promise of welcoming all migrants with open arms so that our overrun and overwhelmed border towns can find relief, end quote. Now, see, they're all about open arms, Democrats are, when it's in cities thousands of miles away from them. They can pretend to care because they talk about caring, but don't actually put action to the words. But when those people show up in their cities and on the doorsteps of their shelters, and when they step off the bus and they look at the Big Apple, which is a representation of the United States, opportunity, anything is possible, well, then these people who've talked about caring and open arms and, and you know, the, the, the masses yearning to be free, suddenly those arms are no longer extended outright. And they turn up their noses. And the real feeling is realized. Hmm. That's what they really think. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So police were called to a yard sale to save a caged animal. And it was a stuffed toy. Someone said, oh my gosh, there's a dog in a cage outside in the sweltering heat being sold by its owners. That's what somebody told cops in Bridgewater, Massachusetts. They were called to Plymouth Street to rescue what they were told was a dog in a cage. So they got there and what they discovered was that it was an actual actually a stuffed animal um i mean i appreciate that someone had called but it was a stuffed animal is it really that hard to make the distinction i just kind of you know uh boredom is awesome boredom is good for kids a new editorial which i agree with we were talking about this everyone always thinks that their kids have to be constantly involved or active or into something and they don't uh, I'm going to put that in your email newsletter. More sharks are being spotted off the East Coast. People are asking if climate change is to blame. Um, no, I just think it's payback after Jaws. Just saying. And 51% of Latinos only just back Democrats' agenda of helping illegal entrants. And that percentage is plummeting. Stick with us. Stephen Yates next. Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. The Chinese are too busy encircling Taiwan as we speak. They're not encircling Taiwan. Taiwan is part of China. And that's been absolutely accepted by the whole of the international community since 1948. 
And if you don't know that, you're not reading enough. Go and read about it. Mm. That's Roger Waters. He's the co-founder of Pink Floyd and apparently an expert on China, Taiwan, and Asian affairs. Welcome back to the program, Dana Lash here. And of course, the song that I played, I feel like whenever I have Stephen Yates on, I just got to do as much fist in the air stuff as absolutely possible. It's Beijing <laughs> Evening, Evening News by IN3, one of the bands and songs banned by China since 2015 because they sing about the injustices of communism and the inequality that it creates. And Stephen Yates joins us now. As you can see, Trump's very excited behind him, giving him two thumbs up. If you're watching the simulcast of the radio show on uh, the first or YouTube or Facebook, Stephen, so good to see you. First off, I, I just really want to get get your 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 expert thought to expert Roger Waters' proclamation there, because this is an ongoing debate. You broke it down brilliantly last week. I had so much feedback. I've never had more feedback to any guest response than what I got from you uh, last week when you gave the history lesson in 30 seconds or less. I just wanted you to react to Roger Waters, though. Well, I wish him well in going back to being comfortably numb. I love Floyd <laughs> music. Uh, I do not turn to them for the philosophy to run the world. Uh, and uh, Roger Waters has actually been on the wrong side of a number of different foreign policy issues. Might come as a shock to the audience. Uh, some of us are on the younger end of Pink Floyd fandom. Mm. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, this is just another example. I mean, his... his uh, imploring that people read. Well, if he would like to read in 1948, actually, uh, the Republic of China was the, the China he would be referring to. That's the government that fled to Taiwan and is there now. So if he'd like to continue reading, he might go actually talk with the government that was ruling China in 1948 that he mistakenly identified Ooh. and uh, maybe, maybe continue his research and uh, taking in whatever chemicals led him to that comfortably numb state, which was an outstanding song. I think you're going to have to get a new microphone because you're not supposed to throw them on the floor that hard. <laughs> I just have to say. <laughs> oh, talking to our friend Stephen Yates, and in case I didn't properly introduce him because I was really excited to get his sound right there. He's senior fellow at America First Policy Institute and chair of the China Policy Initiative. There's really, I don't know of anyone out there who knows these issues better. He also ran Radio Free Asia. The commies didn't like him and tried to lobby him out of his position. Uh, he's, he's, he's dialed into this. He's advised previous administrations on this. Was Nancy Pelosi's visit, and I know that that was last week's news cycle, and everyone else is focused on the next new shiny thing, but was her visit in your mind, I haven't seen a lot of um, uh, postmortems on this, was it a success? What, what was she there to achieve? Well, I don't think she was very clear about what she was there to achieve, at least in advance. And I thought one rule of uh, kind of politics and policy 101 is you say what you're going to do, you do it, and then you tell people that you did it and why you did it. Uh, she seemed to do parts of the here I am and then afterwards, this is why I did it part. And she said to stand by Taiwan's democracy, something that I can't really object to. Uh, but one of the things that was very troubling about it, most of all to me, was that it showed really significant daylight between the White House and the Congress. And I don't blame the Congress for that. I'm not, not 
usually one to call in and say, Nancy Pelosi did a good job, and I'm not doing that today. But I can say that the distance that was there was 100% caused by weakness in the White House. We had all these leaks suggesting she shouldn't go and that our, that our generals were concerned. Well, I certainly hope that they're concerned about the communist Chinese. I certainly hope that it sobers them up and gets them off of their politically correct soapbox to get back to preparing for a potential fight to win because uh, America is not about declaring war on China. Taiwan isn't doing anything to upset the status quo either. It's all driven by China. And if they pick the fight, I want us to be ready to win. And I don't think the wokeistas in the military are the way to go. Yeah, I would agree with that. Talking with our friend Stephen Yates, how would you characterize the support from other Asian countries, South Korea, Japan, you have Vietnam, towards Taiwan uh, and in this Chinese aggression towards Taiwan's sovereignty. I mean, I, I would imagine that they're supportive of Taiwan's sovereignty, knowing the history, but I also understand China's dominance in the area. Yeah, so for a country like Vietnam, uh, obviously we need not forget that they are run by a communist party. Uh, and so that might certain give a certain indication of their allegiance. However, Vietnam is one of those countries that China under the communists has actually invaded. And so they don't really like their neighbor to the north that much or trust their neighbor to the north. And so all of the encroachment on these sea claims, uh, the Vietnamese are on the side of the free world and would support Taiwan. They're not open about supporting Taiwan sovereignty, though. Japan is the most open and assertive. Uh, and I've, as I've tried to educate people in the last week or so, uh, Taiwan was a 50-year-long colony of Japan. There's people who speak Japanese in a native language in Japan. They have an aboriginal population that yeah. deserves to have a say. So all this, oh, they've always been Chinese because they serve Chinese food across the country. I thought it was hilarious. Someone said, well, there's a world record number of KFCs all across China. I guess Kentucky's coming to claim their sovereignty back. So you know, there's got a whole host of things that are all messed up in the way people think and talk about this. But in Asia, most are on the right side. I think Korea was a little bit off in that they didn't really even receive Speaker Pelosi by the highest levels. Yeah, and then the that foreign was minister, weird. who's a friend of mine, is in Beijing. Now. He was he was staycationing. That was the I read that the the leader of South Korea yeah. was stay was on a staycation and he couldn't receive Pelosi. I get it. It's August. We should all take vacation. But you know, when you're the president, I didn't know that you got to pull that off quite so easy. Uh, and in Asia, usually the polite form of a stiff arm is to say something is inconvenient right now. Ooh, so that should should we be worried about that? Well, the alliance with with Korea has been, I'd say, a little bit shakier over the recent decades than I, as I frequently refer to Japan and some of the others. Uh, I mean, South Korea was much more open to direct negotiations with North Korea in past administrations uh, and somewhat would engage in anti-American rhetoric supporting their protesters. Uh, but that's just because South Koreans tend to be at the bottom of a well of their own domestic politics. And uh, it plays out in funny, funny ways. They're great fighters who have stood by America when it mattered. But in recent decades, they've caught a little of their own version of political correctness and playing a little nicer with the communists in China than they should. Interesting. That's very interesting. And I've 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 always kind of wondered about what kind of relationship they would have, because their obviously history with Japan and China are quite different from ours. And I think it's a little bit more difficult for the average American to kind of get into the analysis from that South Korean perspective and how they should receive or support you know, United States, they've got their own interests, but at the same time, you know, uh, Chinese domination uh, is bad for everyone. 
Speaking of the Chinese domination, I was reading this piece. Actually, it wasn't really so much a piece. It was just a map showing where they're doing all of these li- these these staging these drills. It's the goofiest thing, Stephen, I've ever seen. So they, Beijing sent you know all of their their well a number of their uh, ships, and they've got they've had planes, a number of planes that went into Taiwanese airspace. They've surrounded the island to carry out their military exercises and conduct live fire drills. Is that just Xi Jinping trying to salvage kind of a loss of, you know, he he lost a little bit to Nancy Pelosi because she completed her trip to Taiwan and left and they didn't do anything after all their bluster? Well, I think that they were planning to do a lot of these things anyway. Uh, I think that the speaker's visit may have amplified them, uh, maybe it even moved them up on a calendar. But uh, they had, I think, pretty aggressive political warfare and military coercive measures planned. It's not like they could do this on an on-off switch uh, that uh, Pelosi's trip was happening and we'll just sort of zip these things out there. They were planning this for months. Uh, So uh, this recent trip by Pelosi was coincident with People's Liberation Army Day. Uh, They were always going to have muscular militaristic videos and exercises. Uh, they have an p- important party Congress coming up in October. They're going to always push some muscular stuff out around that. Uh, and so I think that they were planning to do these things anyway. Uh, and certainly their aggression is not driven by us. It's driven by their own calculus. Uh, and so I think that they're picking moments of opportunity to amplify it. The thing is, really for America, are we going to sober up that we can't trust these guys? They're not interested in being reassured. The White White House bent over backwards to reassure them, oh, we don't seek Taiwan independence. Well, how about we pressure them to say, you shouldn't seek to shoot your neighbors. Uh, And that's, you know, maybe a starting point for a pro-American readjustment to foreign policy. Take it out of the hands of the egghead experts and put it in the hands of common sense Americans and our friends abroad that are prepared to fight for themselves. Let them get out yeah. of their way. Let them. Yeah. Our, our, talking with Stephen Yates, uh, who is an expert in this area. And as you know, he's with the America First Policy Institute. All of these headlines, Stephen, about uh, China, oh, China could uh, could invade Taiwan. And uh, it looks like it, it looks uh, like it may happen sooner rather than later. Is that just renewed interest in the tensions going on between China and Taiwan due to Pelosi's visit? Or has there been something that has changed in the past, you know, year or so that we've been talking about this to indicate that they may actually be putting action to words? This is something they've been telling themselves for for 30 to 40 years. And early in that time, they knew they didn't have the capability to do it. Now they know they have the capability to do it. It doesn't take that much in order to attack and invade. It takes much more to try to control a territory, to subdue their population and hold it. I don't think they have a prayer at doing all of that, but they can do a lot of damage to Taiwan, Mm. to themselves, to us and our allies without having to do all of that. That's the real risk we have. Uh, A lot of experts will game out, what about invasion scenarios? They don't have to invade. Blocking the ports, turning the lights out, slowing down the semiconductor manufacturing pipeline, all of that hurts a lot of people, a lot of livelihoods who are already smashed by the reaction to COVID. And so we can't really endure too many more smackdowns on these supply chains before we have real trouble. Uh, So that's why I think we can't afford to just let this go on inertia. We're going to have to kind of get more sensible about supporting people out there 
to defend themselves. And we've got to get more sensible about strategically decoupling from supply chains in China. It's, it's not really us doing something to them. They've said unambiguously how they, how they see us and how they're going to treat us. And it's about time we started responding in kind. They, they've, they've not been ambiguous. We have. Last question for you, Stephen Yates, looking to the other side of the world, another $45.5 billion going towards Ukraine announced today, this on the heels of more billions that went to Ukraine just like I think a month and a half ago. Are we like monitoring where this money goes and are we going to get a return on our investment? Because I don't see what that would be. I think that is the biggest problem with that entire enterprise. I mean, we've talked about this literally for months, uh, that the main, main problem is allowing Europeans to fall short of their own obligation to take care of other Europeans. But I think there's a major, major question about does anyone really know where this is all going? Uh, and I don't look at the, the, the Ukrainian people and their government as being infallible. No one on this planet is. Uh, we should be asking questions always when this much is going somewhere. This is more money than we're spending to protect our border and protect Americans ourselves. They could be beefing up our military for dealing with other challenges in other parts of the world. All of this comes at an opportunity cost. And at this point, I don't know anyone who can say at a straight face that it's not being unfortunately wasted. Uh, and so that's I, what I thought was Congress's first responsibility to the taxpayer. Uh, I don't know whether they can Kind of revive that as something to pledge allegiance to going forward. Uh, but, you know, I, I honor the people of Ukraine for standing up for themselves. We're advocating others do that in other parts of the world. But throwing unaccounted for money at a problem yeah. is simply the worst possible way. Exactly. Exactly. Stephen Yates at Yates on Twitter. Always appreciate your expertise. Don't know what we would do without you, my friend. We're glad to have your reasoning out there. Thank you so much for Thanks. joining us. Coming from the Oval Office, no less. There you Thanks, go. David. Thumbs up behind him. Trump approves. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Take care. That was Stephen Yates. And we'll make sure we put that interview up, too, for you on Facebook and uh, our YouTube page. Make sure you go and find it. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And make sure you sign up for that newsletter, chapter and verse. All kinds of good stuff coming out of there and a lot of stuff happening this fall. I can't believe we are already like rolling. We're we're like rolling towards mid-August and I've got to start looking, Kane, for my day-to-day Halloween items. I saw there's like a I don't know how many feet it was, like a 15 to 20 foot inflatable Michael Myers that you can apparently get for your yard. Have you seen this thing? No. I am. It's, I've seen it like on somebody shared it on Facebook, but they only took a screen capture and they, they didn't stupidly include the link. Um, I, why wouldn't you leave that up all year long? Right. I'm just, you know, you could like throw some lights up on it for Christmas. Yeah. It's just, you know. I was just thinking about this. I have I my oldest is going to be going back to college and finishing out his senior year, and then I have another one who's going to be graduating high school. And it's just it's man, it's just going by too quick. The days are long and the years are short, folks. I'm gonna to have to get more dogs. I'm gonna turn into Leo, and I'll have my own little Delta Rescue here in my yard. It's gonna be it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So the. I still have a, uh, I don't want to, some of these I don't want to get into yet because we're going to have to say, I'm going to have to save one of them for tomorrow because I have this huge thing on battery technology and China and tech and all of this stuff. But can I just really quickly go back to the Roomba thing? Because I feel like that is not getting enough attention and it is such a crazy story. 
I didn't know that it was like keeping the like data of your house. Because Wired was like Wired goes, well, why is the Roomba company worth one point seven billion dollars to Amazon? It's not the dust, it's the data. Well, what are they doing with the data? Yeah. My guess is, I mean, user data is a billion-dollar industry. But for your house? Yeah. How so your house is laid out? By Amazon seeing, well, you could use a lamp right there, so we're going to push some advertising for lamps, or you need a rug here. We're going to push you advertising for these rugs. I guarantee you they're going to do, and it's probably more sinister than that, though. Golly, it's creepy. All right, today in Stupidity, Kane. All right, this is our speaker, Nancy Pelosi, claiming that what she was told as a kid is how she, you know, does business today. Listen to this. I was a little girl. I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con- connection there. Okay. This is how she governs um, based on what she was told as a kid. That's only in Warner Brothers. That only happened in Warner Brothers, man. That never happened anywhere else. Good heavens. All right, folks, that does it for us this Monday. I'll be on Jesse Waters' show this evening in the 6 p.m. Central hour. Have a great night. And I'll be back with you tomorrow to start your Tuesday.